Hi, this is Leonard, and welcome again to Why Talker. This particular segment is, is a continuation of my segment uh, addressing the Black Lives Matter issue and the things that are going on in our cities and, and, and my concern about genocide and what we're doing to each other. I still have problems with that whole issue. It seems like um, we just don't have an answer to it. We, as a, as a people, and I'm, I'm addressing this to my people, we still have not found the solution to a problem that's really destroying us. It's getting so bad that now that, that there was a recent incident in Baltimore City at the main police headquarters downtown in Baltimore. There was a shooting right at the police station. Now, they wouldn't shoot at the police. They were shooting at somebody else right outside the police station. That's a lot of guts to do that. They didn't catch them, of course, but they did. <laughs> okay, and there's been shooting after shooting after shooting, and I still don't get it. Your task is relax time. I'm gonna fix that. <laughs> it, it's still going on and on and on. I don't know why. What is it? What, what's why are our young men, our young people, so angry that they have to take someone's life? Is, does, it, does it prove that their, their manhood or their womanhood exists in such a way that nobody can touch them? Or I don't know. It just it just amazes me. I mean, I, I why you know why do we why do they we do why do our children do that? What is so important about them that they have to take someone's life to prove a point or to to address a wrong or whatever? And and obviously take the chance to messing their own life up or someone else's life in their own family because you can certainly bet if somebody shoots somebody in your family or not you but somebody shoots somebody in their, somebody's family somebody else may go shoot somebody else in their in their family you know what I mean I ain't gotta clean it up but it, you know, it's a problem it's a problem we cannot get around and at first I thought okay maybe it's because the drug the, the drug issues in the, in the city and all that I'm sure they had something to do with it I'm sure there's gangs there and that sort of thing but is the, are the gangs taking over that band? I mean, do they have that much control that they, they can feel that they can do what they do without any fear of being have reprisal against them or being locked up? Or, you know, do they value their own lives so little that they don't worry about when they shoot someone else that they might lose their life? You would think that nobody wants to lose their life. Nobody. At least I don't think. You know, take the smallest bug crawling across your floor or the smallest insect or, you know, whatever. They value their life. Try and step on one. I promise you they will try to get out of the way because they don't want you to step on them. So every every living creature on the face of this planet in some way values their own existence, their own life. So you would think... You would really think that an individual would value their life enough not to jeopardize it by getting in this running gun battle with somebody and, and, and not expecting them to get shot back, you know. Or, just as bad, shooting someone else and taking someone else's life. How can someone shoot somebody and watch the life just move away, just, just, just flow away from them? I'm talking about the life of the person that's shot, that's dying. You know, how how can how can someone have that much hatred, so much so much emptiness and emptiness in them that they would just kill someone and not let it bother them? 
It's got to bother them somewhere along the line. There has to be some remorse somewhere. If not, they are not dead. The devil's children or somebody. There's something about them that is so inherently wrong, so bad. They just can't. I, I cannot get my hand, hands. I can't get my mind to go around anybody to or anything that would make somebody that that bad. Even the worst person in the killing the world has some remorse, you know. I assume, you know, I mean, we all have some regrets about when we do something wrong, I think. You know, I, I just, I'm frustrated about this. I mean, I could just, oof. If I could just have the magic wand that would just make all the people that are doing all this, just wave the wand and say, hey, this will put you in an immobile state for the rest of the next next 20 years. You won't be able to move, do anything for the next 20 years. You will exist. No, I don't want to do that. That's kind of cool. That's kind of gross. I don't want to do anything like that. What I would like to do is find some way to help them to resolve the pain or the 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 the, the, the wrong that they have in their hearts and their minds. There's got to be something to correct to help them. It's got to be. I just can't, you know, I can't vision it with, with any other way. Uh, we don't need to do anything to harm them. We do need to help them, though. I'm not saying they shouldn't have, shouldn't pay for their crimes, but we should do something to help them. Somehow, along the line, there's got to be a way to fix them. I did a follow-up article on my one of my other genocide um, podcast segments, and I, I, I asked one point in question. I said, how did our children become what they are? They have so much freedom in their own spirits to be able to just take a life so easily or to do so wrong or to shoot someone how I mean where did they get that from where's the anger that they have where did the anger come from that 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 unbelievable ability to just not seemingly not care about what they're doing wrong I don't get it and you know it used to be just the boys I mean just the young boys I want to call them boys but the men, the young men, the, and now it's young women. And these these people are getting younger and younger and younger. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. So my, anyway, the segment that I did earlier was well was about what parents were doing. What were you what were you as a parent? If you had one of your children out there doing this, what were you as a parent doing to make sure your children grew up with the right attitudes about life and the things that were important and the understanding of what's right and what's wrong and uh, the value of life, including their life. And where were you? What did you teach them? Yeah. And don't, I, you know, people say, well, the, you know, there wasn't a father in the family. Well, damn it. Guess what? A father doesn't always have to be there. I know some strong black women out there that, that raised their sons by themselves or their daughters by themselves. And the kids turned out immensely famous, fantastic kids, you know, College graduates, you know, wonderful careers, you know, uh, beautiful lives, you know, with their, and raising their own family and things are well, you know. And these kids grew up <clears throat> in not necessarily the most affluent, well, not affluent at all, but they grew up in environments that were not necessarily conducive to the things that some of us might be accustomed to. You know, they didn't have, they didn't, they didn't come from previous life, previous life and have all nice things and then, you know, they didn't have it. Yeah. You know, you can grow up poor and end up rich. 
And I don't necessarily mean rich with money, but grow up rich with the understanding of the value of life and your life and the lives of others and the value of doing right and the value of what's right and understanding, hey, wow, I'm an individual, but guess what? I'm an individual that only wants respect for me, but also also want to give respect. And I want to show that respect in such a way that I don't have to be so angry at you because I don't get what I want. Parents, you're wrong. If you, if you got children out there, it's like like with the ones we're talking about, the ones that are negative, the ones that just uh, come home with a, a wad of money in their pocket and uh, the things you know that they should not have, the things they shouldn't be doing. If, you, if, if those kids are yours, you failed them. You failed yourself and you failed them. And you failed our society, our culture, our people. That's wrong. Hey, I know some people are going to be mad at me for saying that, but guess what? That's how I feel. Because, like I said, just because there's only single, we don't have what they call the nuclear family. Nuclear family means there's mom, dad, you know, grandparents, everybody. It's all a circle that works together to you know to raise, raise, a, raise a child and raise a child right and giving them values and things they need to make life, to do the right things in life. But guess what? Obviously, that's no longer exists. I used to think that because of the social welfare systems that uh, that in some way created problems in our culture. And it did because that was with the beginning of men not being, fathers not being in the household and that sort of thing. Um, and and now that's true. But you know what? That doesn't work either. You know, because that could be a problem, you know, when the father, the male figure is not there. Okay, that's a problem. Okay. But it's only a problem as, as long as we let it to be a problem, okay? Because, you know, just like the father could raise a child and teach a man, a male child or female child certain things and give them certain things, a woman can too. So, I don't know. I feel so bad for us. I feel bad that we have failed our children. I feel bad that we have failed ourselves. I feel, I feel bad that we've failed our culture, our people. Yeah, we now look at people look at now look at our children as something that's being something to fear. Yeah, something like animals that that, that we don't they, we don't we can't control and they can't control themselves. I'm talking about the children controlling themselves and the parents controlling the children. In a lot of cases, the children control the parents. You know, it, you, you what the hell is going on? Pardon my French. No, what the hell is going on? Yeah, you know, we we got to change. We got to change. We have to take ownership of this problem. I'm saying ownership from the saying, start in your own household and teach your children the right things. If they bring something home that you know they should not have, even you may want it, it may be that big shiny TV or that, that whatever you wanted they bring into the house or they can buy because they got the money from some source or something like that. Well, guess what? If you accept it, you're wrong. And you're wrong because what you not you're, not only are you wrong because it's probably something that's illegal, the, the money you got there because it's illegal, but also because what it does to your child and his his or her future down the road. You know, we cannot, you know, that's an easy thing to take something and accept something that you know should not, you should not. Okay. Uh, but, and, and it's bad. It's so bad because, well, heck, 
I just said why it's bad because it's wrong. You know. And then we wonder why why so many of our children are being losing their lives. So much wrong is in our communities and in our families. We got some good people out there, some really, really good people. And most of our children, most of our youth are very, very exceptional kids. They, they got it going on right. Uh, they do the things that they need to do. They have the right attitudes and right philosophy about life. Most of them, okay. It's just it's the few that are out there that don't. But you know what? That few that's out there that don't have the right stuff, those are the ones that's making the rest of them look bad. And that's wrong. Because the world looks at our children like, eh, okay. Well, that's why, I hate to say this, but please forgive me when I say, not in all cases, but in a lot of cases, people will look at our children as being, uh, wow, okay. Not worth the trouble to be nice to. Not worth the trouble to respect. Policemen, when they when they encounter us, not just our children, but us, they don't respect us. And they don't respect us because they don't think we have the same values that they have. They don't respect us too because we're black and the society has taught them that they have the right to be able to do anything they they want to us, but uh, that's another issue. And there, there are, there's a reason for that. And one day I'm going to have a podcast that's going to talk about uh, why policemen get away with doing the things that they do and feel that they can get away with doing the things they do. Well, there's a, there's a law that protects them from being, in in some way, it protects them from having a costly thing come back to them about being sued or, you know, uh, being, you know, trying to put in jail and that sort of thing. Because there is a, is a law that actually protects them. So, and one day I want to do some uh, podcasts about that. And that's a whole segment podcast. It's something we need to talk about and make it an ongoing topic and, and spread it, spread it, spread the news out there about it. So, okay, I'm going to stop talking about this right now. I, this is just my ongoing frustration with, uh, with this. But sometimes I hear some things and I just get so frustrated about the fact that uh, we are killing each other. It's bad enough that the policemen kill us and other people kill us because we are calling out who we are. But it gets really, really bad, too, because when we, we start, start saying black lives matter, well, hell yeah, black lives matter. I'm black, and, the people's li- and I have people that I love, and their lives matter, and my lives matter, and everything else, and everybody's lives matter. But, you know, they matter, but we should be doing other things to make sure that they really matter. Do you realize, and this is just a stupid comment, a stupid com- comment, do we realize that the lives that we're taking, the four, five, six hundred lives that we that we lose in out in most of the major cities each year, and more in some cities like in Detroit, those are very important lives. And those lives that may have been something that really, really made made it possible for all of us to be so much more than we're going to be. You know, I, I'm not going into why, but you take President Barack Obama. You know, hey, guess what? He could have turned out totally different too. There's a lot of people that could have turned out totally different that that came from environments like what a lot of our children come from, a lot of us come from. Uh, But they turn out differently because, well, guess what? Somebody cared, or the children themselves believed in themselves, or they had a mentor or someone. Something happened in their life to help shape their lives in a different way. And that's what we should be doing for our children. Anyway, 
it's been nice talking to you. I want to say have a nice one and we'll come back to this. And once again, my name is Leonard and this is Why Talker Podcast. Take care.